1: Ninety-seven One FM talk podcast. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. It is a uh, Friday morning, and uh, we made it to Friday. That's a good thing, right? I'm uh, happy about that. Glad you're with us. However, you got here, we're live on uh, the the Book of Faces already this morning. I see uh, X, um, the Odyssey app, the podcast. Be sure and download that and. We got a great show for you today. More Doobie Brother tickets to give away. That's a good thing to look forward to. Going to talk to JJ Carifano, Going to talk to Greg Keller, who just got back from Israel and has a very unique perspective of what's going on on the border there. Of course, Greg is a is a Missourian who's very active in uh, Republican and conservative politics here in Missouri, but he's he's. You know he's laying down some real truth on what maybe need to needs to uh, to happen over there in uh, in the Middle East in the uh, next what happens next what what's going on with the Biden administration all that stuff so we're going to get to that plus we might have a standoff on the southern border have yeah. you seen that this morning yeah uh, th- this is interesting uh, and and I I don't know where it goes Missouri's on board now where's Governor Pritzker where's Illinois yeah where, I saw where...
3: Holly came out and said he stands with Texas. Oh, sure. Not surprising.
1: No, uh, but, you know, you've got a situation where they went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said to Texas, you can't defend your own border. Try telling a Texan they can't defend their own state, right? Uh, Greg Abbott's like, you can't do that. Uh, Ron DeSantis, a lot of governors around the country have come to support, I think, 25 states now. So half of the U.S. states, all red states have said they support Texas. Not a single blue state, to my knowledge, has stepped forward uh, to show support for for state sovereignty on this issue.
3: Which is kind of shocking when you think about how vocal some of these leaders have been in the blue states, like J.B. Pritzker. And I know Eric Adams isn't the governor, but You know, New York City mayor over there is saying I'm so frustrated with all these illegals coming to my city and and New York is silent. So I'm not really surprised. But I mean, given how irritated they have been about the whole situation, I thought maybe they might see that we need to do something here.
1: Yeah, I'm not uh, holding my breath that that's going to happen. But so what the the big question that's going to get raised today and they had uh, they had the Oklahoma governor, uh, Kevin Stitt on yesterday talking about this. And he's like, listen. Joe Biden is gonna be in a bit of a pickle today because he said he gave him twenty-four hour notice. So for any state that sends its National Guard troops down there to help Texas, you know what Joe Biden's gonna do, right? Joe Biden is gonna to try to nationalize those those um those troops and and then order them to follow his orders. So in other words, he would he would take away He would take them away from their respective governor's Orders and give them his own orders.
3: But wouldn't you agree that a lot of even liberal voters see there is some need to do something at the border? So I can understand why the Biden administration might not be quite as gung ho as, say, Governor Abbott, but I guess I don't really see his strategy here. If he's looking at ahead at the, the this next year, you know, with trying to win re election, wh- why not do something? Why go to this extreme to I, block every measure to protect our country?
1: Kim, I, I'll tell you something from my perspective of what. Watching this for a long time. There are a lot. We talk, we, we jokingly, not jokingly, we talk a lot about the swamp, right? Yeah. The, there are a a bunch of Republicans, Lindsey Graham among them. Uh John McCain was among them. They had this group called the Group of Eight uh years ago that tried to come together with a border plan, which was effectively a plan that included amnesty. And the American people rose up and said, no. Republican, rose up and said, no, we're not dealing with a plan on the southern border that turns a bunch of people who broke into our country illegally into citizens. We're not going to do it. And if you listen to what's going on here, they're crafting some sort of plan in the Senate that they won't tell anybody about with the Biden administration. And there are some uh, rhino Republicans who are on board with it. Mm-hmm. D- Tucker Carlson, I'm going to play a bite from him for you a little later. He He's nailed it again. Uh, there are estimates that there are 22 million illegals in this country. The Democrats would like to turn every single one of them into voters.
3: Absolutely. That's what they're trying that, to do. That's why I think they're allowing so many in here.
1: So so the White House yesterday is claiming that whatever's wrong on the southern border is the Republicans' fault because we're trying to negotiate with them, but they've got some radical, you know, right-wingers who don't want to let us fix the border problem. No, no, the, the fix to the border problem is not letting more illegals in and then turning them into citizens. That's the, the fix to the border problem is shutting the border and deporting the ones that are here. There's not much middle ground between those two points of view. So if they've struck a deal, it's a bad one because the administration will never agree to shut the border and deport illegals. You need to call your elected representatives in Washington and tell them to to make sure it's a no on this. Now, I feel very confident that our two senators from Missouri are are a firm no on this. I really do. Um but you you this is what this is what's going on in the background. Just so you know. It's a, it's a complete distraction. Um they they're trying to distract you from the with the shiny object right now. But don't don't be distracted. They're trying to force this deal through. That is the only thing I can think of that would cause Biden to hesitate today to to nationalize those troops in Texas is the fact that 25 state governors now have thrown their support behind uh, the governor down in the state of Texas. So lots to talk about down there. Fortunately, we do have uh, Jim Carafano on a little later and Tom Homan, the former acting director of ICE. This guy is a bulldog on this issue. And I can't wait to hear his take on what's going on in Texas. And, and how this has been manipulated down there. So so stand by, and we will uh, we will talk about that coming up. First, though, uh, I want to get to our top stories, Carl. The Mark Cox Shortlist. The authors of the Constitution knew there would be times when the federal government would not live up to its duty, and so they empowered states in Article 1, Section 10, the right of self-defense. Yeah, uh, that's Greg Abbott. I mean, talking about what, what's, what Texas would never have approved... Uh, the the uh, m- joining the union if they knew they had they couldn't protect their own borders this is ridiculous.
2: They're running on immigration because they like having the problem so they can have an issue. But when in we- fact we have offered them the ability to solve it and they don't want to
1: participate yeah, the in fix that. to the border to Kamala Harris's point is amnesty and that's a big fat no. He caused a big
0: problem for our country, and he is not above the law. He should pay a price for that, and he should
3: never step foot in the White House for uh,
0: any there purpose is, whatsoever. Uh, Nancy
1: Pelosi, the, uh, the architect of J6, saying that Donald Trump should never be able to step back into the White House. What a joke.
2: The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer. In this, the final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. he's <laughs>
1: Any idea what he said?
3: Why are people laughing when they don't even know what he said?
1: <laughs> kind of an,
3: <laughs> that's hilarious, President Biden.
1: Kind of an awkward laugh. I,
3: they, they should ask somebody, excuse me, what did he just say? What, what, what specifically did you find very funny in what he just said?
1: I beer brewed here. I heard something about beer. <laughs> Great Lakes. That, that's, what, that's what I heard. Was he saying that the beer brewed here is made of water from the Great Lakes? Do we have any idea, Carl? I don't know. I don't know.
3: When the three of us together can't translate what the President of the United States just said, here, likely it, following a teleprompter, that is very well, telling. Here it
0: is without music. Everyone, just stop. Listen and pay hard.
2: The beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. in this, the final.
1: oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> Who? Earth Rider is that what he something said? Something
3: about like thanks to the Great Lakes, the beer brewed here. That those it must be I something like five words to
1: do with the water from the Great Lakes being used to brew beer. I, I don't. I have no no idea what he was talking about.
3: Could they start like a game show where if you <laughs> correctly guessed what Joe <laughs> Biden said, they give you like a few words, they play a part of a speech, and then you win some prize?
1: It, the, it's the, a skill if you can decipher already, that. Already drinking games uh, like that, I'm sure. How was your Spotted Cow?
3: I didn't get to drink it yesterday. Yesterday was there was a lot going on. We uh, my my husband's grandpa passed away over the weekend, so we had his wake yesterday, which is why I'm dressed up today. I have the funeral right after the show. Oh, I'm sorry. So it was just a lot going on. But let me tell you this: I told my husband, I said, "This is my spotted cow. It's from <laughs> Carl, and it is sitting in the <laughs> fridge waiting for me to enjoy this evening." So I thank you for that.
1: Do not drink her spotted cow because it's got water from the Great Lakes. <laughs>
3: <See>? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the Great Lakes. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know not everybody in Wisconsin sounds like they're from Minnesota, but I've been watching Fargo and uh, I can't help myself.
3: And that Pepper Show. <laughs> What's the Pepper Show called?
0: Super
1: hot. Did I've, you not watch wa- I've not yesterday? watched another episode. I have not watched another episode. There are either.
0: only 10, Mark, I found out.
1: Only 10 episodes? Yes. Well, I'm 10 minutes into the first one and I will not see any more of it.
3: Oh, that's all you've watched? No, I, I thought I watched you've watched f- like multiple I watched, episodes. No,
1: no, 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 no. I, wa- I told Carl that the other day. I watched maybe 10 or 15 minutes right off the top and then suddenly realized other than the fact that all of these people are insane i have no interest in finding out about the super hot pepper industry in the united states i just mm-hmm. have no interest in it
3: because you just like peppers so you well, would no, never no, partake no, in that
1: no no that that is not true i like a, a decent hot sauce but i i'm not a, a a masochist i'm not i don't i don't like to eat things that make my scalp sweat and and make my my tongue hurt I, I don't like that.
3: No jalapenos for mm, you
1: well I, I will eat the occasional jalapeno, but I'm not gonna go eat a ghost pepper and that's what these people are doing yeah and they're they're on TV trying to prove they can eat a hotter pepper than the guy sitting next to them and and other than the disgust of watching it when you see it, it's like a train wreck i, I I've lost interest in it pretty quickly. No I would never do that. I just I just I don't get that. But it's like they're trying to punish each other, uh basically. Uh yeah. It's on it's on uh, um Hulu, by the way, if that if you're looking for that.
3: If Mark has sold this to you as a fantastic show, please go check it out on Hulu. <laughs>
1: yeah, don't, I'm just telling people, <laughs> if if you want to watch the train wreck, it's on Hulu. But uh I don't I don't think you'll be watching it for very long. No thank you. All right, get to a quick break here. Again, uh coming up a little later, we're gonna talk to Tom Homan, former director of acting director of um, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. They're not doing a whole lot of any of that these days, enforcing immigrations or customs, but we will talk to Tom about what he thinks is going on in Texas. First, our national anthem. yesterday we had a great interview with Senator Bill Igel you can find that on demand up uh, on the website there 971 talkcom or on the uh, Odyssey app if you go in there and check on the rewind so the advancement to that story is that at around noon yesterday on the floor of the Senate Cindy O'Laughlin who's the floor leader basically threatened to try to get Bill Igel kicked out of the United out of the Missouri Senate she said, "I would vote to have you removed if I thought I had the votes." Wow, that's how angry these uh, rhinos are in Jeff City that people are uh, people like Igel uh, and Koenig and others are putting their feet to the fire. Bratton, um, they, they're they're saying, "Listen, we we this is a huge issue. You need to prioritize. Where are your priorities? Are not with your voters? Even Cole uh, in Rowden's home county." Where he came from, they've called on him to resign over what he did. Um, it, it never transpired that they tried to remove the furniture yesterday, but the memes were classic, weren't they? Nick Schroer and others. Yeah. Are, Come take it. Here's my couch. With a picture take it. of
3: like a chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> from my cold dead hands. I
3: almost want them to remove his furniture because it's just so petty. I think it would go viral, which would look even worse on them in my opinion for having to stoop that low just to to kind of give them the bird. That, I mean, that's basically what they're doing. Anything they can to to try to piss off Eagle and others like him.
1: Well, here here the here's the problem that that they've worked themselves into. Um before they could probably negotiate uh with with Eigel and these other uh, chairmen, now they're not going to have a choice because it, the way the rules are in the Senate, you can absolutely tie the gears up for the rest of the session. You, you could. K- Caleb Browden does not have an easy way out of it. His, the, 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 what I described as a temper tantrum earlier this week by removing these folks from their chairmanships doesn't solve the problem. The fact that they were chairman of a couple of different committees doesn't solve the problem. What, what Bill Igel and others have said is we're not going to do this, which is your set of priorities until you show us that you're willing to deal with this, which is our priority. And Caleb Rowden said, well, I'll take my toys and go home. That, that's effectively what he said. Um, you know, the Democrats are sitting back on their heels laughing about all of this because normally the minority, they're the ones gumming up the works in Jeff City. That's not what's happening right now. Uh, if they would just debate IP reform, it would solve this problem. But the egos are now in the way, mm-hmm. right? I think that Rowden and O'Laughlin don't want to give an ounce of ground to – Bill Eigel and the folks in the Freedom Caucus.
3: Essentially, their feelings are hurt, and this is what they're doing the, in retaliation. Well,
1: I think it's it, 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 not so much as that, but their their ego is hurt because they've worked themselves into a position of power. Uh, they they've been given their marching orders by the lobbyists down there who want this but don't want that, and they've suddenly faced opposition, and and they've tried to eliminate the opposition by eliminating their chairmanships and their parking spots and moving them aside. And they've they've just they've chosen the wrong path because that is not that's only going to make the situation down there worse. Um, And I I don't I'm not sure how it ends at the end of the day, but there are a lot of Republican organizations like like, um, you know, county level Republican groups, including Cole County, who've who've called for Cindy O'Laughlin and these other people to back off and resign immediately. They're calling for them to resign immediately and put new leadership in the Missouri Senate. That's from the Boone County Republican Central Committee, which is Caleb Rowden's home central committee. They want him to resign. Wow. Hey, stay tuned. We'll get to Kim on a whim coming up. We're going to give away some Doobie Brother tickets uh, next hour. Stay tuned. Kim on a whim.
3: The entire journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire DC bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors, the list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. media companies like buzzfeed news have completely shuttered their news operations time magazine also just laid off a ton of people and oh sports illustrated basically shut down last week pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out now what i will tell you is sports illustrated might be a little bit different there could be something going on behind the scenes but it sounds like sports illustrated was because a bill wasn't paid, essentially. There was a, a, a contract issue with that. But I would agree with this person, Taylor Lorenz, who is apparently a columnist for The Washington Post and used to work for The New York Times, who's saying that a lot of these professions are dying. And I would argue, specifically as it relates to, say, media, like the local TV stations and certainly the mainstream media, that, that, that they're not trustworthy anymore and i think people are finally seeing that myself included because i was in denial about that until mid i guess midway through the year of 2020 i was in denial that the the media was slanted i just i, I didn't see it i was immersed in it and and i know several other people have felt the same way but i found this interesting gallup poll it was the uh, gallup's 2023 honesty and ethics poll okay where it ranks various professions to see basically people's view of them. And it's it's very bleak, let me just tell you that, um, as you might expect. Particularly for some of these professions like nurses. Well, let me say this, nurses are among the highest for, for the ratings, but they still have decreased as far as people's, I guess, trust level with them. So it says that <clears throat> nurses and veterinarians um, have the highest ratings including um, engineers dentists medical doctors and pharmacists there it's a majority level positive rating is what they're saying but a lot of them have still gone down particularly since 2020 including nurses and doctors well
1: getting back to that soundbite Lawrence you said was the woman's name Taylor 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 Lorenz Lorenz. Mm -hmm. I think I've heard I've heard of her before um the, the the shocking thing about all of this the really shocking thing is the level of ego involved and a a healthy, a healthy press is vital to the functioning of a republic like we have. You have to have information sources out there. The arrogance of the mainstream media is the problem here. The oh, look at us. What will they do without us? With with no apparent awareness, no situational awareness that the reason people aren't buying the New York Times or the other outlets anymore that's causing their numbers to go down is the fact that people don't believe you. People don't trust you to bring them news that isn't filtered through your lens which means there's information you're not giving them mm-hmm. it's 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 that arrogance that i can't stand when i hear them say but but what will they do about us democracy is at stake if we don't have the fourth estate which is what uh the the journalism community likes to refer to itself as right the fourth estate
3: yeah the fifth and I, estate. I agree with what you're saying but i think in general when you look at say doctors and nurses now again nurses are one of the highest ranking ones for the the I guess the view that people have of them, that they're honest and trustworthy. But they've still gone down, including doctors. And I think a lot of that stems from 2020 with this COVID vaccine. So many of these doctors pushing it and then come to find out there's a lot of these vaccine injuries. They won't talk about it. So I think the last few years have been really eye-opening for a lot of people. Um, It says the ethics ratings for five professions hit new lows this year, including, you might guess, members of Congress... Says so senators, journalists, clergy and pharmacists and pharmacists also might be somehow tied to just big pharma and maybe something still with the vaccine and just them pushing medication. Maybe they I'm not saying I agree or don't. I'm just telling you what yeah. what this poll found. Um, and it also said, that this might not surprise you, that it, it varied if you identified as a Democrat or a Republican. So, for example, Republicans had a much higher, more positive view of police officers, which I'm not surprised at all about, especially since 2020. I mean, even before then, but 2020 really, I think, pushed that divide. Right. You know? Um, it also talked about if you have a college degree that you're more trustworthy of some of these professions versus so so for example if you don't have a college degree it said you were more tru- you had more trust and faith in lawyers
1: if you don't have don't have a college, you d- have oh, a college I see, I degree your
3: yeah. rating yeah. of a lawyer was higher than if you had a college mm. degree
1: mm.
3: and this is a Gallup poll by the way
1: which is why they
0: put that disclaimer at the end of the commercials <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: I, I don't know. I mean, the choice
1: of a lawyer, yeah,
3: reading a lot of these it doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me, but I mean, the the question, of course, is like, what what do we do about this? how do we how do we come back from some of these? Obviously, telling the truth would help being more transparent. I think people want transparency. and I think it's laughable, for example. And I know Mark, you and I have talked about this a lot, but when you see some of these local outlets, these TV stations trying to be more transparent, and they they're completely missing the mark. They, they don't understand. They think that what is going to make them appear more trustworthy. And I remember being told this at KMOV was, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make sure that your question is on camera instead of just their answer. Like, let's say you're interviewing a, a lawmaker. Or, or whoever you're interviewing, let's make sure your question is heard so it shows that we're holding them accountable. Okay, well, maybe that's like a point in somebody's mind, but you need to get to like nine more points before anybody would even dare trust you. And that is not telling just one side of the story.
1: Well, it, it, again, it's uh, it's treating information as a, a product, which it is, and then packaging it up and selling it as a brand, which is what they've been doing in television journalism for years, and to some extent, obviously, in newspaper journalism, the, the I, I think the biggest difference is the newspaper journalists would never call it that. The television journalists did call it that, branding. What you don't see as the person watching on this side of of the idiot tube is what's left on the cutting room floor. And that's why alternative media was born in this country. That That's why uh, your ability to go on Twitter unfettered is important, but not to the people on the progressive left in this country. The Biden administration wants to put its foot on, on the neck of unfiltered information by calling it disinformation. In other words, if it's not coming from the source we want you to hear it from, it's disinformation information. They they completely uh, excuse or, or you know, just set aside the idea that you have the ability to make up your own mind. And, that, and this poll shows that people do have that perspective and they do have that ability. And their view is a very dim one of a lot of these professions these days.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mentioned the new <coughs> lows for five professions, members of Congress, senators, journalists, clergy and pharmacists. But in general, it says typically the the lowest levels or the lowest rankings would be members of Congress, senators, car salespeople, and advertising people in advertising, salespeople basically. How did
1: pharmacists end up on that list? I can understand almost all of the others because there've been ethical lapses on the part of clergy, clearly with the you know sex abuse scandals and mm-hmm. and and Congress people who are able to pass laws affecting companies and then buy and sell their stock beforehand so they reap a fortune off of it how is that a thing i mean you can understand i understand a lot of those pharmacists
3: my only guess would be that opioids. it is somehow yeah opioids that's a good one but I, I just think it has to be somehow tied into big pharma that people associate it with that i don't maybe, know
1: maybe be- maybe because that's i it. i've not yeah.
3: really ever been a big fan of big pharma but man i have like a stronger dislike for them after everything that's gone on and Some of these commercials I hear, I just roll my eyes. But 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 it is interesting. I said that nurses have dropped still in the last few years, but it's still, again, nurses remain the most trusted profession. 78% of U.S. adults, according to this poll, believe nurses have this high honesty and ethical standard.
1: You don't really have a choice. Unless you're going to go to alternate healthcare, right? Well, <laughs> which, by the way, there.
3: but a lot of people are doing that. I yeah, mean, I know the I holistic know. approach. That's more my. I mean, that's what I would probably relate to more. It's not that we don't need doctors and nurses. Of course, I I go to the doctor and I trust nurses, but you have there's a healthy level of questioning that you have to have and and I think there's this fear and I dealt with this when I was having my son I would question certain things that they would tell me and they look at you like you have four heads and 10 eyeballs on oh. each head like how dare you question me and it's like my gosh I have I have the right as as a as well as a mom to be in this case to ask what you want to Put in me and my son and why you want to do something and don't act like I you deserve you. I, I deserve that answer. I agree. I mean, before I just say, yeah, go ahead and do it. And I think that's what bothers me is some of the you talk about egos earlier. Some people have such an ego that if you even question them and why they want to do something, they're beside themselves.
1: Yeah. Why Te- is
3: that wrong to question someone's S- reasoning?
1: Television news directors would be at the top of that list uh, when it comes back back to nurses very quickly. And, and my fellow nurses listen i love you i know i love nurses nurses. this
3: isn't a hate on nurses this
1: is not a hate on nurses i would imagine that that high ranking for nurses has a whole lot to do with hope because if you're laying in the bed that's the person providing your primary care you hope that's somebody that is trustworthy and knows how to do their job you have to hope now on the other hand of that here's what i'd like you to go home and try a little test today Crap in one hand and put hope in the other one, and tell me which one fills up faster. That that's all I'm saying. It's
3: a nice analogy. A little
1: less, little life lesson for you there, right? Um, but you got to hope that certain people are taking care of you. Unfortunately, we've been let down so often by some of these journalists mm-hmm. and some of the people in the medical profession. Certainly, some members of Congress mm-hmm. that you see why that's eroding so much.
3: Yeah, a few bad apples can really ruin it for
1: everybody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but,
3: nice. but yeah, I mean, God bless our nurses, our do- all nice. these people in these professions. This isn't to hate, you know. I, I, no. It's just interesting to see kind of where people line up with with levels the of trust ball. with these professions. It ain't yeah. good, okay? Yeah. It ain't good. <clears throat> say that. Trust
1: in God. All it's of It's A little bleak. Hash. That's right. That's right. All right. uh, Quick break here. Coming up, uh, we'll give away some Doobie Brother tickets in the next hour. We're going to go to uh, Eben Brown of Fox News Radio, who's been reporting on the border battle lines. That means Texas and the 25 states supporting Texas versus the Biden administration. The deadline is today for them to take down that fence down there. We're going to check in on that at about 620. We'll be back. Somebody sent me a meme the other day with uh, Charlie Brown holding Eddie Van Halen's guitar and looking down at the ground saying, I really miss Eddie Van Halen. Oh. One of the viewer, one of the listeners sent that to me and said, Mark, I thought of you when I saw this. Today would have been Eddie Van Halen's birthday. Would have been 69 years old. That's it? Today. That's all. He died so young. How old was he when he died? What, 66? Carl something like that yeah it's been gone about three years unbelievable so anyway did you see Carl where uh, David Lee Roth took some shots at Wolfie Van Halen why I don't know why you don't keep up with the important news Carl
0: why no why would David Lee Roth do that Wolfgang's coming next month by the way
1: yeah I know I, I don't know why he did it he was doing he did went on some podcast or his own podcast and went off on a rant and this effing kid yes that's exactly what he said he he claimed that he was you know if you listen to him he'd say he got his job because of talent and not nepotism and he's just, and he's just really going there but you know you got to be pretty deep into Van Halen fandom to really care but there was talk of a of a not, not a reunion, because obviously Edward Van Halen is is playing uh, at the Pearly Gates right now, but a, a tribute put together to honor the music of Edward Van Halen, which would have included his brother Alex, who was the drummer, uh, Michael Anthony, who was the original bass player, and then they needed a singer. and It would have been David Lee Roth and or Sammy Hagar, and it never happened. Lots of finger-pointing as to why not. My, uh, Wolfie seemed to suggest it was David Lee Roth. So maybe David Lee Roth got pissed off about that, and he's firing back on him. I, and I don't Alex know. has not done anything public since Eddie died four years yeah, ago. Yeah, Alex Van Halen is a hermit, and I would suspect uh, uh, maybe part of the problem as well. But anyway, neither here nor there um, would uh, point that out. So let's see here. Mike is on line one and wants to talk about the New Hampshire primary. Mike, good morning Mike. to you. Uh, good morning. Is this? I have to ask: Is this Mike, the state representative?
0: <laughs> yes, this is Mike, the state representative, Mike uh, Burton.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I just wondered, Mike. Uh, I I thought I recognized that up on the on the well, screen there. What's I, on I, your I mind? Just, well,
0: I, I enjoy listening to your show, and I just wanted to call in because I remember when there were so many Republicans on the stage. And I had called into your show, and I I said that Nikki Haley did a pretty good job, and I remember uh, 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 Kim Saint Ange asking me specifically why I thought that, and I think it's all re- really showing that she is a um, rhino. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I thought
1: maybe that's the word you
0: were searching he was for. you there. out. <laughs> no, I think she's a formidable candidate. A candidate. I think that that clearly. I mean, I, I think that yesterday. Um, I, I I was shocked at how well she did in, in the New Hampshire uh, primary. Now, granted, I still think that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee, and granted, I think that Donald Trump could possibly be the president again. Unfortunately, but um, I I think it's uh, very interesting, and I'm glad that she's still sticking in this race. And um, whenever you call people a rhino, <clears throat> I. It, it, it's such a tough thing for me because some of these people that I know that have been called rhinos and I talk to them, they are real conservatives. And, um, so I have a little bit of a problem with that, but I, I think that, um, this is an interesting race. And I think that Nikki Haley has a shot. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I just want so, to call in so and point that you, out.
1: When you look at the Democrat side of the aisle, um, and you look at conservative Democrats. I know there's still a few of those out there. I, I'm shocked by the effect a stroke has had on John Fetterman up in Pennsylvania, actually. Uh, he's come out of the other side of this talking like a Republican uh, on the border sure. and, a, and a lot of issues. Do you think sure. Democrats think of him as a dino?
0: <laughs> See, that
1: That's a new one for me. I've never <laughs> even heard of
0: that. I will tell you that I'm a Democrat, and I think there's a problem on the southern border. And... Um, that's just the reality, and but when you look at everything, when I talk to my Republican colleagues and I say, okay, well, you say that you know uh, Joe Biden is destroying the country. Tell me how he's destroying the country, and they say inflation and the southern border, and those are the only two things right now that they can give me. And I will, I, I will say that, you know, the southern border, there is definitely a problem there. Um, and I will also admit that Joe Biden um, is having cognitive issues as he has. But I would also say that now Donald Trump is having cognitive issues more and more. And you can't really use that as an excuse anymore. In it, my it, opinion,
1: uh, yeah, come on now, 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 Mike. Honestly, it, it, one one time when he referred to Nikki Haley and he meant to say Nancy Pelosi is not, no, not nearly as time. bad he, as well, you can't what compare. I Biden mean, does on a daily basis. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's like <laughs> night and day. And, and,
1: he, 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 said, he said that we might be getting
0: into World War II uh, when we've already had World War II. He also
1: said that he would be running against uh, Barack Obama. So uh, Well, you and, could and argue I, that Obama's running this whole thing, you know. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> well, but Michelle might saying, be swooping I, I in. I wanted to call in because... Kim St. Ange
0: asked whenever it was the whole the whole all of the Republicans running and Nikki Haley is ended up doing a very good job. And I honestly I I, I, I hope I hope that she takes the Republican um nomination she, she
3: won't and i i know we're about to run out of time and i think she did better than i predicted in new hampshire but keep in mind a lot of the people that voted her for her are not republicans it's not a true representation a lot of them were switching just because they're the never trumpers. Mike, uh, i thanks. think they're i think I, they're
0: I, true true americans I, and they realize that donald trump is just might not be the best person to
1: run the country again as good Mike as Burton, said, i gotta got run here i appreciate you gentlemen all right see you later and ladies he meant gentleman and lady. Knew, yeah, he, that's it. what he meant. All right. We'll be back in just a minute.
2: Get more at 971talk.com.